Welcome to the Schwab Market Update podcast, where each trading day we recap key market results and statistics. I'm Keith Lansford, and here's a summary of what happened today, Monday, October 30th. The S&P 500 index broke a three-day losing streak Monday as investors braced for a heavy week of earnings and economic news, featuring a meeting by the Federal Reserve's rate-setting committee in the middle of the week and culminating in a potentially consequential labor market report Friday. Stronger-than-expected quarterly results from Dow member McDonald's helped shore up investor sentiment after a brutal two-week stretch that sent the S&P 500 and NASDAQ composite tumbling into correction turf. This will be the busiest week for earnings so far this season. Nathan Peterson, director of derivatives analysis at the Schwab Center for Financial Research, put some of Monday's strength down to a technical mean reversion bounce as stocks had become oversold after the sharp losses over the past two weeks. On an intermediate-term basis, however, technicals are still bearish, he adds, noting that major benchmarks such as the S&P 500 remain below their 200-day simple moving averages, a widely followed indicator. Given the potential for market-moving economic and company news this week, volatility could remain elevated. We have many potential market catalysts on deck this week on both economic and earnings fronts, plus the Fed policy meeting, Nathan says. Here is where the major benchmarks ended. The S&P 500 index was up 49.45 points, or 1.2%, at 4,166.82. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was up 511.37 points, or 1.6%, at 32,928.96. And the Nasdaq Composite was up 146.47 points, or 1.2%, at 12,789.48. The 10-year Treasury note yield was up about 4 basis points, at 4.888%. And SIBO's volatility index, or the VIX, was down 1.52 points at 19.75. Communication services and transportation shares were among the strongest performers Monday, with the latter sector boosted by better-than-expected quarterly results from two big trucking companies. Financial companies were also strong. Energy stocks were also modestly higher, despite crude oil futures falling 3% to less than $83 a barrel, a two-month low. As far as stocks on the move, AbbVie gained 2.1% after Barclays upgraded the pharmaceutical company's shares to overweight from equal weight. Barclays said a recent sell-off had gone too far. Arcelex jumped 7.5% after TD Cohen initiated coverage of the biotechnology company with an outperform rating. Eastman Chemical rose 3.6% after J.P. Morgan upgraded the stock to overweight from neutral, citing expectations for an earnings recovery next year. FEMSA was up 4.9% after reporting better-than-expected quarterly profit. Barclays also upgraded the Mexican beverage company's stock to overweight from equal weight. Ford Motor Company fell 1.9% after it reached an agreement with the United Auto Workers Union to end a strike. The agreement includes significant wage increases. General Motors was up 0.5% after reaching its own agreement with the United Auto Workers. Fellow automaker Stellantis was 0.14% lower. 
Invitation Homes gained 1.8% after Oppenheimer upgraded the home leasing company's stock to outperform, citing expectations for stabilizing rent growth. L3 Harris Technologies rose 2.6% after Raymond James upgraded the defense company's stock to outperform from market perform, saying L3 Harris's recent losses may have bottomed in the third quarter. On Semiconductor tumbled 22% after the company's earnings and revenue forecast for the current quarter disappointed. Revity fell 16% after the scientific product maker posted weaker-than-expected quarterly results. Spirit Realty Capital gained 7.9% after the real estate investment company said it would be acquired by Realty Income for $9.3 billion in an all-stock deal. Realty income shares dropped 5.7%. Tesla was 4.7% lower after Bernstein reiterated its underperform rating, citing an uncertain outlook. Western Digital rose 7.3% after the data storage company reported stronger-than-expected quarterly results, and XPO rallied 15% after the trucking company reported stronger-than-expected quarterly earnings. Tuesday brings another busy day for earnings, with results from Industrial Bellwether and Dow member Caterpillar. Other companies expected to report results Tuesday include Advanced Microdevices, Amgen, Anheuser-Busch InBev SA, BPPLC, Marathon Petroleum, and Pfizer. Analysts expect average annual earnings growth of 2.7% for S&P 500 companies in the third quarter, according to FactSet. That's a sharp reversal from the 0.3% decline forecasted at the end of September. That puts the third quarter on pace to be the first quarter of annual earnings growth in a year. Eight of 11 sectors are reporting year-over-year earnings growth, led by communication services, consumer discretionary, and financials, FactSet said. Also on tap, the Federal Open Market Committee meets this week and is widely expected to conclude Wednesday by leaving its benchmark funds rate unchanged at a target range of 5.25% to 5.50%. Fed Chair Jerome Powell will hold a press conference afterward, which could touch on topics including whether the central bank is done raising rates. Colin Martin, a fixed-income strategist at the Schwab Center for Financial Research, says he expects Powell to echo messaging investors have been hearing from Fed leaders for months, including that inflation, while slowing, is still too high. Powell likely will signal that the door is open for another rate hike if inflation reaccelerates, but the Fed will be patient and is cognizant about the risk of over-tightening, Colin says. The good news, he adds, is that inflation continues to trend lower, supporting our view that the Fed is done hiking for this cycle. Late Monday, futures traders were nearly unanimous that the benchmark rate won't change this week, according to the CME FedWatch tool. Chances of rates staying on hold after the FOMC's December 12th meeting are seen at about 74%. Economic reports this week include Tuesday's Chicago Purchasing Managers Index for October and Wednesday's Institute for Supply Management or ISM Manufacturing Index also for October. Also Wednesday, the Labor Department reports its September Job Openings and Labor Turnover Survey or JOLTS. But the marquee event comes Friday with the Labor Department's Employment Report, which is expected to show slower job growth. 
Analysts, on average, expect the economy to have added 172,000 payrolls in October, down from 336,000 in September, Trading Economics says. Also this week, the Treasury Department on Wednesday will announce its anticipated borrowing needs for the coming three months. This could affect the Treasury market as investors are concerned about the heavy supply in circulation, which has helped drive Treasury yields to 16-year highs. The Treasury's refunding announcement might lead to short-term volatility, but over time we have not seen much of a relationship between Treasury supply and the level or change in long-term Treasury yields, Collins says. While we think yields are near their peak, given our expectations that the Fed is done hiking, stronger-than-expected economic data could still push up yields in the short run. This has been the Schwab Market Update Podcast. To stay informed, visit schwab.com slash market update or follow the show for free in your favorite podcasting app. And if you like what you've heard, please consider leaving us a reading or a review. It really helps new listeners find the show. Join us for another update tomorrow. For important disclosures, see the show notes and schwab.com slash market update podcast.